recording Orchestraville. Orchestraville? Where's that? You change, you change four score and seven to to eighty-seven. Oh, that view is tremendous. A landing was made this morning on the coast of France by troops of the Allied Expeditionary Force. I don't blame them for dyeing your hair, I said, but they waited too long to embalm it. Time now for spinning my dad's vinyl. Here with all his skips, scratches, and pops is my dad, Frank Baccarello. Thanks, sweetie. And thank you for tuning into episode 63 of Spinning My Dad's Vinyl. We now turn to music from the country where my mom's parents and my dad's grandparents were born, Italia. And we hear it from one of the chart-topping female singers of the 1950s and 60s from around the world. So, get ready for great music in two languages with Volume 63, Connie's Italian Hits.
Aldila, or Beyond, written by Carlo Donita and Mogul, whose real name is Giulio Repetti. Okay, why this album? Well, my dad has four Connie Francis records. She has such a sweet voice and really stands out among the popular singers from the 1950s and 60s. Plus, I get to listen to more Italian that I don't understand. Well, maybe someday I'll do something about that. But hey, I tried uh, and uh, <clears throat> failed college Italian. Uh, Connie was famous for singing Italian music because of her Italian-American upbringing in New Jersey. In fact, she had released two other records with Italian music before this one, but my dad does not have either of them in his collection. This album does have one of my favorite Italian melodies, and that will also be the subject of this episode's interesting side note. So, time to hear about the world we love in.
il cello in una stanza, This World We Love In, written by Mogul and Toang, whose real name is Renato Angelini. Il cielo in una stanza, translated literally, is the sky in a room or heaven in a room. But figuratively, the meaning is to be in paradise with someone. All right, let's learn about the album I have chosen for this episode. Connie Francis, Connie Francis sings modern Italian hits. It's subtitled Aldi La and other prize-winning songs from the San Ramos Festival. It's on the MGM Records label, ESE4102. It's a vinyl LP album repress stereo format, and it's on the blue gold label. It's country of origin. Not sure, because it's got both the E and the SE on my dad's album, where the E is from Canada and the SE is from the United States. So maybe it was pressed out in the middle of Lake Erie somewhere. Uh, it, is, it was released in 1962. It's of the pop, folk, world, and country genre. Its style is chanson and vocal. Now, there were a ton of errors in this Discog.com listing, including who they credited some of the writing to, but chanson means song in French and usually refers to French music, how a chanteuse is singing it. So I'm not sure about the style classification. All right, I'm going to read all of the liner notes which were written by Connie Francis. This is a wonderful, exciting new sound in Italian music today. And I, like every other American who has visited Italy in the past few years, have fallen under its spell. In this album, I am thrilled and happy to be able to present it to you. Many of these songs have been prize winners at the annual popular San Remo Festival. All of them have been smash hit songs in the past few years, hummed and whistled in every Italian from Torino to Sicily and, almost, and in almost every corner of Europe. Everyone knows and loves the old Italian songs like O Solo Mio, Tona, O Sorrento, and Cittara Romana, songs which I have sung in two previous albums, Italian Favorites and More Italian Favorites, and they were songs that meant a great deal to me personally because they marked a turning point in my career because they have been my most warmly received in-person offerings, and most of all, because they bring back memories of a happy childhood. I have loved singing them for you. But now I bring to you the new haunting modern music of Italy. I was proud to bring to New York for this album one of Italy's most gifted arrangers. He's Giulio Labano of Milano. And he arranged these great songs in the style that has made them so popular. I just know you'll come to love these songs as much as I do, Connie Francis. All right. Let's see what Discogs.com has valued this record at. The lowest price came in at $5, the highest at $12.58, and a median of $9.02. The last one was sold on November 20th, 2021, so not too long ago. Now, my dad's record is in really good condition uh, because it still has the original inside paper sleeve, but I'll probably only rate it as fair on the Discogs scale. There's not too much hiss and it plays pretty clean. The cover itself is one of the best conditions any of my dad's covers are in. There's no address label. However, it's got one of those green magic marker streaks on the back and this one includes a red X so I'll have to value my dad's copy at $2. Next up, how many kisses? Bene. 
capaci Oggi sempre perché l'amore Voglio ogni istante mille paci Mille carezze vuole allora Con 24.000 paci Felici corono le ore Di un giorno spandito perché Ogni secondo bacio a te Niente bugie meravigliose Frasi d'amore appassionate Ma solo baci chiedo a te Quattromila baci Così prendete con l'amore In questo giorno di follia Ogni minuto è tutta mia Niente bugie meravigliose Frasi d'amore appassionate ma solo baci chiedo a te Con 24.000 baci Così prendete con l'amore In questo giorno di follia Con 24.000 baci Tu mi hai portato alla follia Con 24.000 baci Ogni secondo bacio a te 24.000 baci Or... 24,000 Kisses, composed by Ezio Leone, Piero Vivarelli, Lucio Fulci, and Adriano Salentano. All right, let's learn about this episode's artist. Concetto Mario Franconero was born December 12, 1938, in Newark, New Jersey. She's an American singer whose recordings in the 1950s and 60s encompassed country, rock and roll, and traditional vocal pop. She was known for her pursuit of non-Anglophone audiences, which made her a hugely popular international star and for her tortured personal life. Franconero grew up in a working-class Italian-American family. Encouraged, some say really pushed, by her father, she sang and played the accordion from an early age. And in 1950, she made an appearance on Arthur Godfrey's nationally televised Talent Scouts program. Several months later, having changed her name to Connie Francis at Godfrey's suggestion, she began a four-year stint on a children's television variety show in New York City. Francis landed a contract as a vocalist with MGM Records in 1955, but her first several singles failed to find any audience. However, Who's Sorry Now, a 1920s standard that she had recorded in 1957 as a rock ballad, became a hit the following year after it was championed by Dick Clark on his American Bandstand television show. Within the next several years, Francis found success with other updated songs from bygone decades, including the wistful My Happiness in 1958. She also scored hits with upbeat rock and roll numbers such as Stupid Cupid in 1958. She was one of the first female performers in that genre. And with twanging expressions of heartbreak such as My Heart Has a Mind of Its Own in 1960. In 1959, Francis released Connie Francis Sings Italian Favorites, a collection of traditional and contemporary Italian songs sung partly in their, in their original language. The recording sold well especially among Italian-Americans, and she followed it with albums that paid homage to other ethnic groups. In addition, beginning with the country-tinged Everybody Somebody's Fool, Frances recorded many of her singles in multiple languages and resultantly achieved prominence around the world, especially in Europe and Japan. 
She topped the Billboard Hot 100 single chart on three occasions and was the top charting female U.S. artist of the late 1950s and early 1960s. At the height of her fame, Frances frequently appeared on television, and she acted in several teen-oriented movies, notably Where the Boys Are in 1960, for which she also sang the title song. By the mid-1960s, however, she and other American teen idols had begun to fall under the shadow of musical acts associated with the British invasion. Amid declining popularity and her vocal abilities restricted as a result of nasal surgery, Frances put her career on hiatus a few years later. In 1974, Frances mounted a comeback at the Westbury Music Fair in New York, but after a performance, she was beaten and raped by a stranger who had broken into her motel room. Traumatized, she again retreated from the spotlight, although in 1976, she won a landmark lawsuit against the motel, which she maintained had failed to provide sufficient security. The murder of her brother in 1981 added to Frances's misfortunes, and she spent much of the next decade in psychiatric treatment. In the meantime, Frances resumed her performing career, which continued into the 21st century. She also became an advocate for the rights of violent crime victims and for mental health awareness. The autobiographies Who's Sorry Now and Among My Souvenirs, The Real Story, Volume 1, were published in 1984 and 2017, respectively. Frances is 84 years old and living in Parkland, Florida. Now, this info came from Britannica.com. And if you want more in-depth detail about her personal struggles without having to buy her biographies, go to ConnieFrancis.com and click on Biography in the navigation menu. It is an extremely detailed and interesting read, and I'm not sure how they got away with some of the accusations in there. And I will drop that link into the show notes. Next you gotta love a director's cut on DVD. Dimmi quando tu verrai. Dimmi quando, quando, quando. La giorno e l'ora in cui forse tu mi bacerai. Ogni istante attenderò Fino a quando, quando, quando D'improvviso ti vedrò Sorridente accanto a me Se vuoi dirmi di sì Devi dirlo perché Non ha senso per me La mia vita Dimmi quando tu verrai Dimmi quando, quando, quando E baciando mi dirai Non ci lasceremo Dimmi 
Quando, quando, quando. When, when, when. Tell me when. Written by Alberto Testa and Tony Renas. Time now for this episode's interesting side note, and it has nothing to do with this album or this singer, but the song you just heard. One of my all-time favorite movies is Stripes. But there were a couple of lines in the movie that made you think you had missed something. Well, you did. There's a seven-minute scene that was cut from the theatrical release and the VHS versions when they first came out. But on the special DVD version, this seven minutes reappears and explains some things that happened later in the movie. Harold Ramis's character had taken a ton of acid that he thought were motion picnic pills. Bill Murray's character finds a large troop transport plane to hide him out of the way until Russell comes down. Next thing you know, a bunch of paratroopers start boarding the plane. When Winger is asked why he and Russell were there, he said, it's double-double top secret. They ended up parachuting into a jungle, presumably somewhere in South America, and they walk directly into a trap set by rebels and get captured. Now, when they arrive at their camp, they get invited for dinner. Well, the rebel leader passes around a joint, and Russell returns the favor with the LSD pills he still has with him. The leader orders to put the pills into the stew from which everyone is eating. And John and Russell look for a way to leave the rebels. The leader notices this and wants to shoot them. John is able to save himself and Russell by starting to sing, Quando, quando, quando. Now, what's funny is that's the only words they sing, and all of the rebels join in while Russell and John make their escape to meet the paratroopers back at the plane. So, a couple of scenes later, in the back to the original theatrical release where Major Holka comes in, he says, It's come to my attention that several members of the 3rd Platoon Bravo Company left this military post without permission. I want to know who it was. That's when John leaves Russell out to dry, and now we know what the hell the big toe was talking about. You can see that scene on YouTube, and I'll drop that link into the show notes. Now, do that again like you did before.
Goma Prima, or Lake Before for the First Time, written by Enzo Di Paola, Mario Panzeri, Buck Ram, easiest one to say today so far, and Sandro Takani. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. While we didn't speak Italian around my house, there was obviously a very Italian vibe about my family. We are 100% Italian. And often, it was punctuated with Italian music. And who to bring this to you but a singer who was on the forefront of combining English with other languages in her lyrics and who is an Italian-American, Connie Francis. Also, as I looked into the translations of the lyrics, I could hear the poetry of these songs. So, let's finish with the Dance of Love. Sotto un cielo lontano Quel tango italiano This is the tango That was born when our love had its start On the night that I found you Chiamo d'amor a mio sangue nostalgico cuore mi ha fatto per sempre tornare da mio That is the Tango Italiano, written by Bruno Palessi, Luciano Beretta, and Walter Malgioni. And there you have selections from an album where the songs were written in two languages. So thanks 
for tuning into Volume 63, Connie's Italian Hits, however you did. If you want more information about this show, head over to SpinningMyDad'sVinyl.com. I'll be back next week with all my skips, scratches, and pops for Volume 64, Williams Millions. Until then, go with the flow, my friends.